Good morning. Today is Thursday, May 21st, 2020. This Sunday is Rosh Chodesh Sivan, the beginning of the Jewish month of Sivan, which leads to Shavuos, which is the sixth and the seventh of Sivan for us. This Shabbos, if we were in Shul, there would be a special Haftorah. And even though we will be at home, as I mentioned to you before, and there is no official Torah reading, but still it's the right thing to study the weekly Torah portion and to study the Haftorah for this Shabbos, which includes this Shabbos, the special Haftorah. And this Shabbos, the special Haftorah, is known as Machar Chodesh, which means tomorrow is Rosh Chodesh. And we read this Haftorah, which is from the book of Shmuel, every Shabbos where Rosh Chodesh falls on Sunday, the next day, that Shabbos is Machar Chodesh, the next day is Rosh Chodesh. Now, as is common, we've discussed this a number of times in different contexts, as is common when we uh, discuss how a specific Haftorah is connected to that week's Parsha, usually there is a simple superficial connection, and then there is also a deeper thematic connection with significant lessons for all of us to learn. So the simple connection is very obvious. The words Machar Chodesh, tomorrow is Rosh Chodesh, appear in the first Pasuk of the Haftorah. Again, it's from the book of Shmuel, Samuel, written by the prophet Samuel. It is during the reign of our first Jewish king, Shaul, King Saul. And there developed tension and animosity and jealousy between Shaul and his son-in-law, David, who would come after Shaul's reign came to a, an end, after a, a, a brief reign, David, of course, became the Melech, Melech, David Melech, King David. But at this time, he was just the son-in-law. And there was this animosity uh, between Shaul and his son-in-law, David. And the narrative of the Haftorah is mostly about the interaction between David and his brother-in-law, Shaul's son, Yehonasan. The two of them have a great love for each other, despite or maybe even fed by Shaul's animosity and desire to drive them apart. So the Haftorah begins, Vayomolo Yehonasan, Yehonasan says to David, Machar Chodesh, tomorrow is Rosh Chodesh, Venivkadati, Ki Yipakeh Moshevecha, you will be missed because your seat will be empty. We learn from here that it was the practice in the household of Shaul that on Rosh Chodesh the entire extended family would gather for a feast in honor of Rosh Chodesh. And David, because of his precarious position vis-a-vis -vis the family, was not going to be there. And Yehonasan says, we will set up a test we will set up a test in order to be able to establish how serious is this animosity between 
you and your father-in-law Shaul? Is it just that he's jealous, he's angry, he's disappointed, uh, like many fathers-in-law might be of their sons-in-law, not me, of course, but others? Or is Shaul actually over the edge of maybe even sanity and planning actual violence against David? And Yehonasan offers to test what actually is going on in Shaul's mind and to ferret out the real feelings that his father Shaul has for David in David's absence. Now, meanwhile, Yehonasan and Shaul, I'm sorry, Yehonasan and David arrange a scenario that will take place three days later so that Yehonasan can give this report of what he has found to David. And it, invo it involves a subterfuge. It involves a play acting where Yehonasan will go out to a field with a, an attendant and Yehonasan will shoot arrows. And then he will tell the attendant to go collect the arrows. And Yehonasan says to David, and if I say to my attendant that the arrows are on closer than where you are, come closer to gather the arrows that I just thought, that will be a secret message to you, David, that everything's okay. You can also come closer. He's not really that angry. It's going to be okay. However, but if I say to the attendant that the arrows are further than where you are standing, you have to go further in order to gather the arrows, that's a sign that you have to go. That's a sign that in fact you are in danger. Because God is sending you away. Okay, so Yehonasan attends this Rosh Chodesh feast, and at that feast, sadly, Yehonasan learns that Shaul has gone over the edge, and Shaul is actually planning physical violence against David, and Yehonasan follows the plan to warn David to flee. The question about this narrative is why the ruse? Why set up this thing with the arrows? They're closer, they're further, that has some hidden meaning. Why not just arrange a secret meeting between Yehonasan and David? And Yehonasan will tell David either it's safe, come back, or no, go away. Why? Why the ruse? What's the, what's the theatrics all about? Rabbi Eliezer Blach was one of the great Talmudic sages and Torah leaders who was able to survive the Holocaust. And when he finally made his way after the war to New York, he was greeted at a dinner in his honor 
by other rabbis who wanted to honor him and welcome him and recognize his great stature in Torah learning and Torah leadership. And they arranged this reception in his honor. And this is the Dvar Torah that Rav Bloch shared at that event. He asked this question. In the Haftorah, Yonason sets up this scenario with the arrows closer, further. Why not just tell David directly, you're in danger or you're not in danger? But rather, what Yehonasan says is, one more time, let's read the words from the Pasuk. If, in fact, you're in danger, Yehonasan will shoot the arrows further. And if this is what I will say to my attendant, the arrows are further away from you, go, because God is sending you. Said Rablach, when we recognize that God runs the world, we recognize that God watches over our lives, even if we don't see it and even if we don't understand it. But we do understand that when we are impelled to leave a place because of danger, we are not fleeing. Rather, it is a signal that we now have a mission in a new location. A Jew doesn't run away. A Jew does not flee. A Jew goes somewhere because he has a mission to perform. Rabbi Bloch said about himself and others who survived the Holocaust, we are not refugees. We are not running away from Europe. We were sent by God for a new mission to spread Torah in America. We came to this country not as refugees, but to build up Judaism in the United States and in North America. It's all part of the divine plan. That's why there was this scenario, because Yehonasim was not saying to David, you are a refugee, you have to run away, you have to flee for your wife, life. The message was, David, you now have another mission in your life, Hashem wants you to fulfill that mission elsewhere. This message is so important to all of us as we navigate our lives, but it is particularly relevant to us today. We were not impelled to leave shul. That is not true. We are not refugees from shul. That is not true. We were given a new mission by God. Number one, to join the entire world in fighting a common enemy, to bring about this awareness that we are all connected and we all have to fight together. And number two, we are given this mission to uphold the Bible's requirements the Torah's laws, 
to be exceedingly careful concerning our health. That is the mission that we have. That is what God wants from us now. We are not fleeing from shul. We are observing the mission God has given us of being particularly careful and cautious concerning our lives and concerning our health. I urge me as I urge you, this Shabbos in particular, study the Haftorah, Think about this question. Maybe you'll have a different answer to the question, but think about Rav Bloch's answer and see how it applies to our lives as well. My friends, I want to wish you all a very good day, a wonderful Shabbos. Please note that tonight and tomorrow is Yom Yerushalayim. We have several new events and activities coming up today and tomorrow and also next week. I will be publicizing later today but a lot of new things coming up and I hope that you will enjoy them and always I ask for your feedback. I wish you all a great day.